Hello and welcome to Ascension Day, a Warhammer 40k podcast focusing on the Gene Steeler cult faction. My name is Gabe and I'm going to be your host for this evening. Uh, today is going to be an episode where we're going to be focusing on learning GSC and how to list build to help you learn. Um, GSC, I think, play very differently than most armies in 40k traditionally uh just being very uh very soft units themselves being t3 single wound with five up saves lack of infills but whenever they do drop they punish they hit hard they shoot great learning gsc is going to be different than learning uh learning space marines than learning necrons um, in general so i think it's important that if you are learning gsc that you kind of set yourself up for success um, and i'm going to try and help you do that today so again uh, we do have a discord community that will be in the show notes below this discord community will have a premium section where not only will there be more um, voice and text chats but there will be the ability to drop lists for list reviews on state of the cult episode where you know i'll take a look at your list i'll read out loud Uh, but you'll also have access to be able to ask questions for state of the cult episodes and you'll have access to my show notes so for instance today um for this episode the show notes will include all of the lists that i have for you as well as a uh, a truncated list of um, the main topics for that i'm going to be discussing for each list so that that is five dollars us a month uh for you to join uh, but there is uh still join the discord if you don't want to uh join the premium because that's where i'm going to be making all the announcements for future episodes and um you know you can still have a line of communication with me all right well we'll go ahead and get started so first off uh to kind of lay the groundwork for how this episode is going to work i have lists for 1500 or 500 thousand and 1500 points this uh this is kind of a natural progression uh i would say of building the army whether it be through the combat patrols or through buying lots um you know you i I feel like most players will kind of find themselves at these point marks unless they're buying a full 2000 points immediately but even then even if you do have 2500 points of gsc i think with this army specifically it kind of makes sense to start off small uh, lower levels and kind of work your way up Um, i think that gsc is an army where you can bite off too much too quickly and lose a lot of games (laughs) the army is even compared to ninth edition the army is still not incredibly easy to play so i think pacing yourself starting off small uh limiting the missions and deployments and stuff that you're using will kind of help you put yourself in a good position to naturally learn the army as you uh as you build higher points lists and as you build your models all right cool well we'll go ahead and get started so for a 500 points the list that I have for you guys, and uh, this is just a list that I think that would that I would tell any new player to GSC to uh, to build. Um, but this is by no means uh, mandatory, you know. If uh, if budget or time or whatever is a constraint to you, um, then you know work with what you got, and the after I talk about the list, you know, we'll talk about the reasons why, and those reasons can be applied to other to other units. So for the 500 points, um, very simple. We have a Nexos, 
and a Primus as your two characters. We have a five-man Acolyte unit with bombs. We have a ten-man Neophyte unit with uh, with size with two seismics and two grenades. And then we have a um, a ten-man unit and another ten-man unit with two seismics, two grenades, and then a five-man unit of pure string gene stealers. So what does this list offer you? This list offers you the first kind of taste of what it is to play GSC. Uh, you're getting your neophytes, you're getting your acolytes, you're getting your characters who kind of turn them on. Uh, with the Primus, you're getting the full rerolls, uh, hit rerolls that you're going to be able to put on an acolyte unit or a acolyte or a neophyte unit as needed. And then for the uh, for the Nexos, you're going to get access to a perfect ambush for free, which will allow you to spam that stratagem and get used to using that stratagem intelligently. So with a 500 point uh, game. You really shouldn't be playing any particular kind of primary or secondary objectives. Honestly, these games should just be shoot each other. Maybe you can make up your own primary objective, but uh, even uh, even when you're playing with a smaller map with like the strike force, uh, with the strike force kind of map size. It's, it's quite hard to kind of focus on, you know, holding primary and stuff. So I would recommend if you're playing this with a buddy or something, just forego any kind of primary and just focus on moving the models around, shooting each other, you know, seeing how it feels uh, and seeing how those units function. So again, use your strats, use a perfect ambush, use shadows, use um one with the darkness for the uh for the lone op rule um and then get used to deep striking so focus on reusing your neophytes um to trigger our our detachment ability again which is you know on when coming out of reserves until your next fight phase you get sustained and ignores cover because that's going to be your primary playbook within GSC is putting things down, killing something, picking it up again, and reusing those units. So in order to use that stratagem, you cannot be charged. So placement is key. And that's in having these little 10 mans, obviously, to meet the constraints of the 500 point limit. Um, you also have putting down 10 models it's much different than putting on 20 you're able to stake in such a way to uh, to fit them in good crevices and having having uh, uh, units this small will kind of help you you know pre-measure out where potential charges can be coming from so in any you know in a 500 point e point game you sh shouldn't be expecting too too much um heavy heavy vehicles um if you have mining lasers and you want to toss them on that's fine on a neophyte unit um i would say to to definitely keep the acolyte unit low um just because for a 10-man unit with four demos is kind of going to be overkill in 500 points. And it's better to use those points to kind of spread the wealth and get a little bit more out of the uh, army. Because again, you're not playing this necessarily to win any kind of competition. You're playing this to learn the army. So you want to be exposed to as many aspects as possible. So you also see I put in pure strain gene sealers. Pure strains, I think uh, they mimic what aberrants do um in the sense that it is a melee threat uh they don't need any kind of 
leader within the unit to activate them they're gonna get they get infiltrate uh automatically they do get to re-roll their charges um so having that just built into the unit that you know has some decent sat lines is great and you know for five man uh they're cheap uh i'd say 85 points um for for what you get you know each uh sorry it's not a uh sorry not advent not a re-rolling charge you get to uh advance charge sorry about that so you're getting a five up infult which is super rare in this army there's not many five up infults even with characters um you're getting a five up infult you get to advance and charge you get infiltrate deep strike um they're they are using claws and talons, so which is four attacks, each hitting on twos, strength four, AP two, single damage. That AP two is really nice. That's solid. That means even with armor of contempt, you're still putting some AP on uh, if you're going into Marines or anyone who has armor, armor of contempt equivalent uh, stratagems. So out of that unit, you're getting 20 attacks, hitting on twos probably wounding on fours you know threes if you're going into sisters or elves uh but probably fours are higher but again you're this is a 500 point game and you're getting that kind of um dual side of the army you know the part of the army that's going to be coming up and coming down and deep strike and, and doing all that stuff and then a part of the army that's going to be able to start on the board and provide that turn one pressure and presence and hold a place in the field. So that's what I got for you for a 500 point list. Again, that is a Nexus, a Primus, unit of five Acolyte hybrids with two guys holding bombs, the other two with flamers, two units of 10 neophyte hybrids, seismic and grenades, and a five-man pure strain gene stealer unit. All right, cool. We'll get into our thousand point list and kind of talk about that. Uh, if if you guys have any suggestions of any future episodes, please go into the uh, Discord, leave, that, uh, leave those suggestions for me. Also, if you have any notes or uh, critiques of the episodes, please leave that hit the discord as well um personally i am new to podcasting i don't have an amazing set i'm currently recording this episode in a hotel in africa so i <laughs> just due to my job flying everywhere um so you know things aren't gonna be i would say the best quality but i am working to con to upgrade and you know get put out a better product for you guys but um yeah, if you guys have any suggestions, please let me know. I'm all ears. Um, all right, cool. Going into a thousand points, I'm just gonna read off the list first. So in this, we have three Primuses. We have a Reductus Saboteur. We have a Sanctus for a battle line. We have two five-man units of Acolyte hybrids with bombs and flamers. We have two 20-man of neophyte hybrids with seismics and grenade launchers and then a five-man unit of gene stealers all right so immediately we have 385 points of characters which is 4,000 points that's that's a lot reasoning for this is um Gene Stealer Colts are absolutely turned on by their characters. Acolytes have the abilities to roll without a character in certain situations because they are re-rolling ones to hit and to hit natively, re-rolling ones to wound if you're the uh, enemy unit they're targeting is on an objective. And then obviously getting sustained whenever they come out deep strike. So they have the ability to kind of, you know, hold their own. But neophytes without characters do not do consistent damage. They absolutely need the help of a Primus 
if you're using neophytes to to do damage. So, you know, given that, you're like, okay, Gable, why do I have three Primuses? Because this does give you the ability to see what an Acolyte unit with a Primus does. Here's what I'll tell you. If you would rather have a bit more punch um, or a bit more units on the field, feel free to take one of those Primus units and turn one of those Acolytes into a 10-man. Where you're gonna get four bombs, four and uh, and um, four flamers, because uh, uh, four bombs, sorry, four bombs, five flamers, and then uh, and then the icon. Let me, uh, I also say, bring the icon in every unit. They, why not? You know, as of right now, here on you know January 22, 2024. Every war gear is free, so there's no reason not to bring the icon to allow you to get some models back. But yeah, if you if you want to, you know, drop the drop drop a Primus, you can bring another you can bring another five acolytes, which you can make a third acolyte unit, or buff one of those up to a ten man, or you could bring a ten man units of Neos if you just want to use them to like hold uh hold your home field something like that so feel free but i will say experiment with putting primuses on your acolytes just so you get a feel of what that kind of damage looks like so uh we get our first and then now we're getting our first uh look at some of our lone app characters so we have our reductive saboteur and we have our sanctus the reductive saboteur has the awesome ability of if you end a move within 12 of her uh you roll a dice on a two up she does d3 plus three mortal wounds uh she only gets to do that once per game but man oh man that is fantastic into into some some matchups especially uh any kind of elf matchup where they're using these small msu five-man units which are all single wound models to like go do homers or go do engage on all fronts or something or go do assassinate you know they move those and then you roll that if you hit a five or a six on that die that whole unit's wiped you know, assuming that like maybe they have a sergeant with two wounds, but if they have a sergeant with only one wound within that five man, then on a on a three up, that unit is wiped. That's incredible. Um, you know, even just taking out like a couple of terminators out of a unit can be huge. So she's for 65 points. She's very good. Um, low up has stealth um she herself has some great guns she carries demo charges which are d6 plus three demo charges so d6 plus three demo charges hitting on twos that's fantastic uh she has assault which means that she can advance and go do actions and um And uh, she just has a lot of good rules going for her for the points. So you're getting the Reductus, and then you're getting the Sanctus, who, um, in terms of rules, is nearly as good. But you are getting the ability to kind of play around with another lone op who could just, again, maybe stay on your home objective just to hold it. Or, you know, if for some reason you're playing a game where you don't need to hold your home objective for any re particular reason all the time, he can go and score you homers behind enemy lines. And again, is a lone op. Uh, so he's, you know, you have to be within 12 to kill him. He does, uh, he does have a very niche, you know, ability with with his uh, with his rules, he is able to shoot and declare a charge in a turn which he advanced or fell back. So that means that he get advance and go do an action. So he essentially has assault. If you take the uh, if you take the sniper, uh, and if you take the dagger, he can advance and charge. 
and uh, he gets to pick a unit at the beginning of the game where that be essentially becomes his hunt target. And whenever he makes an attack against that uh, against that unit, uh, he has ignores cover and devastating wounds. So on his dagger, he has six attacks hitting on twos, strength three, AP two, single damage, but anti-infantry three and precision. Anti-infantry three and precision on his dagger, which means that any kind of any kind of character that's, you know, small amount of wounds, three wounds, four wounds, you know, if he rolls three or four threes, that character is dead. Right? Unless they have, uh, yeah, character is dead. So that's huge. Um, so again, not it's a lot more niche, but you're taking him because he's 50 points. He's a 50 point lone op who can just go and do something you need him to do. So with a thousand points, you know, at this point, definitely start introducing the objectives, play on a smaller map still, you know, maybe only limit your guys yourself to only like three objectives. So one in each, one in each deployment zone, like one no man's land, um, just so that way you're not spreading yourself too thin. Um, play, play, play tactical, play your tactical objectives. Um, for many reasons, GSC should, you know, plays tactical uh, more often than not. We do it well. Um, we play tactical well because we have the ability to come up and come down with the use of stratagems we have, uh, and then we have some pretty good loan ops that we're able to go send out to go do it as well. And the fact that the entire army has deep strike, you know, which means we could put we could put our guns, you know, anywhere need to especially with the fact that we have the access to a three inch deep strike on a unit uh, for a CP it, it makes sense to really be playing tactical additionally we really are a CP hungry army so being able to kick a card to grab a CP and use that for something else uh, or, or use that for a strat is really nice to have so get used to playing tactical um, when it comes to dropping your units, start thinking of how can I use this unit for as much, uh, for as much as it can give me. So how can this unit drop, blow up, uh, you know, shoot something and also score me behind enemy lines or drop, you know, use like the three inch deep strike on a neophyte unit which it's going to come down it's going to shoot some stuff and then it's also going to deny primary or score me primary the next turn so really get in the headspace of um i need to do more than one thing or if my unit or if my unit is only doing one thing it is something huge game winning it's gonna blow up the brick that has to die um, start thinking of how your units can have multiple uses when they're coming out of deep strike and limit test your units you know send in that neophyte unit and see what it does send in those pure strains and see what they do um, you know it's really important to know what your limit or what your units can and can't accomplish and you're only really going to know that by throwing them at different kind of defensive profiles or armies with different kind of defensive stratagems or different overwatches you're only going to know that by sending your army in at those guys and seeing what happens so um you know, limit test your units. Now's the time to to do that. So again, for a thousand points, our thousand point list is Triple Primus, Reductus Saboteur, a Sanctus. Uh, I run them with a dagger, but you can run them with a sniper as well. 
two five-man units of acolytes, two 20-man units of neophytes uh, with seismic and grenades. Uh, again, if you want to take mining lasers, you can. Uh, seismics are just usually the better all-around gun. Um, if you are considering mining lasers, maybe splitting up one of those 20-mans into two 10-mans and just having two mining lasers, but you know, it's it's not necessarily wrong to take those mining lasers. And then, uh, a, you know, five man, pure strain gene stealers for the same reason that we took them in 500 bits. All right, cool. Let's move on to our 1500 point list. So, at 1500 points, we have a biophagus, with inscrutable cunning, which is the enhancement that allows uh, this model's unit to gain the infiltrate keyword, and then anytime you spend CP on them on a four up, you get that CP back, or you get it one CP back. We have three Primuses and one Reductus Saboteur. We have one 10 man unit of Acolyte hybrids with bombs and flamers, one five-man unit of Acolyte hybrids, bombs and flamers, three 20-man units of Neophyte hybrids, one five-man unit of Aberrants, and Achilles Ridge Runner with the Mortar. And I think in this particular case, it will be, um, uh, it's gonna, I'd say, the mortar and the survey auger. Uh, I think if you had two, you could do like the mortar and the spotter for the plus one ballistic skill. Actually, you know what? I, th I would leave that up to you. The spotter is going to give you uh, the plus one ballistic skill. The survey auger is going to give you ignores cover, but you're already going to get ignores cover when you come in from deep strike. So up to you. But um, I, I personally run it with the auger when I'm going to run one. Uh, so anyway, let's go through this list. So we have our Biophagus. Um, he is going to be attaching to our Aberrants. The Biophagus is really, really good. He makes Aberrants just go incredibly incredibly hard so he's giving whatever unit he attaches to lethal he has out he gives whatever unit attaches to a once per game anti-infantry two up so no matter what you're swinging into you're gonna be wounding on twos and then once per game he gives himself plus three attack and plus three damage so he himself will have uh, four, he's going to have four attacks. He'll be, uh, he'll be hitting on threes. If you use the plus one, or if you use anti-infantry two up, or actually he has anti-infantry two up all the time. So he'll be hitting on threes into infantry. He'll be wounding on twos. It is AP zero, but it'll be D3 plus three damage. So that can be really nice to just have to if you're just trying to burst a unit down to have that damage just in the wind waiting so he's like i said he's gonna be attaching to the aberrants to really pump them up we have three primuses for the same reason we had three primuses in the uh in the thousand points i will say at this point i would not be dropping any primuses again this list isn't necessarily you trying to min-max the uh, the army. This list is you trying to learn the army. We are learning the army with these lists. We're not trying to go in LVO with with them and a Reductus Saboteur. So in this list, we do not have the two lone ops, but we do have an extra unit of neophytes who can kind of, you know, if they're not being used to shoot something, can fill in the role. And honestly, you could always, 
you could almost always find a use for neophytes uh, in terms of them being able to shoot something. Even if they're not going to kill something, just being able to take pot shots on a rhino. You never know. You know, if three or four seismic shots get through, you know, and you and you roll a bunch of five and sixes for the damage, you just, you know, casually did like nine, twelve wounds on, on a rhino, which could be huge. So, you know, we losing that sanctus but having that extra neophyte unit is very good so we do have a 10 man of acolytes that's going to be the standard amount that you'll see people most people take is that 10 man that's i mean that's the spooky unit that we have a 10 man acolyte unit is the thing that everyone is saving their overwatch for everyone is measuring out those three inch deep strikes for uh, because they know that when that thing comes down and it deep strikes three inches, if it throws those bombs, and especially if you use perfect ambush, and especially if you have a Primus for full hit rerolls, it's just going to almost kill almost anything that they touch in terms of a single unit. So now you get to play with the big gun. You get to kind of uh, really limit test that unit. You have a five-man that'll be more of uh you know less tough infantry less models um but still have the ability to inflict a lot of damage on something and then neophytes uh triple neophytes is what you will primarily see if you are taking aberrants um usually won't see too many more some people will maybe drop a unit of acolytes for an extra unit of neophytes uh i would say that as a bit more meta specific in terms of where you're what kind of tournament you're going to and who's going to be there and the kind of armies you're expecting to fight um but i would say the the three neophyte units that you'll see that all the way up until up into 2000 points you have a five man you have aberrants our aberrants are absolutely our hardest hitting melee that we have they are and not only do they hit hard they are incredibly hard to kill so each aberrant has three swings if you're taking the hammer which everyone's going to be taking the hammer you know even if it even if he's holding a pick you know on the on the sheet he's taking a hammer um it's three attacks hitting on threes strength eight ap2 flat three damage man that can just absolutely hurt whatever because even if they are you know wounding like a uh, like a knight or a land raider or a rhino on fives every five that goes through ap2 which most people don't have a great way of dealing with uh, mitigating ap in melee uh, in terms of like giving cover or like knights you know rotating ion shield um every five that goes through and sticks is flat three damage which is huge the aberrants can absolutely punch above their weight and again they are very tanky so if they are being led by a by a character they are a bodyguard unit if whatever is attacking them if their strength is higher than the aberrant's toughness which is t6 they are minus one to so that means all of the time, all of the time, unless the army is sh shooting you with plus one to wound or like anti-infantry two up, they are wounding you on threes at the bare max or at the maximum. They at the max, they are wounding you on threes unless they have some other way of putting on an extra plus or plus one to wound. So and then they also have a four up feel no pain so t6 three wounds four up feel no pain 
minus one to wound if strength is higher than their toughness. They hit like a truck, and the biophagus is going to give them lethal. So, which even, which, which turns them into being able to beat up on, like, elite infantry, like Terminators really well. Now they're beating on up on tanks really well. Because, um, every six that you roll is going to be lethal, which means that, uh, that three damage is sticking. If they don't save the AP2, save. So, I think... Moving from the pure strength to the aberrance, you're, you are going to get what the pure strength was giving you. Uh, you're going to be getting something that's a lot better. So, you know, originally we're putting in those pure strains to kind of have that that board presence, that, uh, uh, that infiltrate presence that's going to already be up the board, like sitting on an objective. Now you have something that is much much harder to kill and can dish out a lot more damage so they are expensive so a five man unit is uh 185 points they are very expensive but i think especially in a 1500 point game you know your opponent is not going to be bringing everything uh you know unless someone is taking specifically for gsc I think that this is going to be you'll, you'll find that they will they'll do well for you and then finally we have the Achilles Ridge Runner so the Achilles Ridge Runner is a very good tech piece that the uh, GSC have while it's not doing a, a lot of damage you know the gun that you're bringing on there is the heavy mortar which is d6 plus 3 uh, hitting on 4 strength 6 0 8 uh, AP 0 1 damage uh, with blast and direct fire it is it's not hitting that particularly hard what you're bringing the ridge runner for is the crossfire which is each time this unit has shot select one enemy unit that was hit by one of those more attacks by this unit in this phase till the end of the phase each gene stealer unit uh Genes their cult unit that attacks that target that was struck by the Ridge Runner, you get plus one AP. When you're taking the uh, the Survey Auger, you get ignores cover as well. If you're taking the Spotter, you get uh, plus one to your ballistic skills. So instead of hitting on fives with indirect, you're hitting on fours with indirect. So. Um, the reason why I say um, using the survey auger if you only have one, which I would say in a 1500 point game, you're really only going to have one, um, is because you want to use that survey or that ridge runner for everything you can squeeze out of it in terms of the most amount of abilities that are going to proc. So not only are you going to be getting that plus one AP, but you're also going to be ignoring the cover, which is good for, let's say, a neophyte unit that you weren't able to bring up due to it holding primary for you or due to whatever reason not having the AP, whatever. Um, that unit can still shoot and ignore cover into whatever it's shooting at. If you have two, then you can start using, like, well, you if you only need it plus one AP on one particular unit, that other Ridge Runner can be uh, shooting chaff. So in that case, maybe you have one with Survey Auger one, and one with the Spotter, so that uh, one with Spotter is just there to just clear, you know, clear like cultists on an objective or whatever, you know, just put, put some downrange or put some indirect fire downrange. But I think in this particular case, having a survey auger uh, might serve you a bit better. But yeah, this this list, I'd say, gives you a good look at a very holistic, standard um, GSC list. All that's going to really change once you get to 2,000 points is, you know, you're going to get more Acolyte hybrids. You'll put those aberrants to a 10-man. 
give yourself another Achilles and then maybe another character, and then boom, that's 2,000 points. So this is very close to what you're actually going to be using at a tournament or, you know, something along that line. So I would say, um, you know, use this, uh, this, this list will serve you well in, in teaching you like uh, 2,000 points of GSC while still keeping, <coughs> capping out, you know, the, uh, the, the stuff that you're going to be seeing. So definitely learn how to use the Ridge Runner. You know, how can that Crossfire token help me the most? The ideal scenario is you're going to uh, use a perfect ambush on like one target and um, use the Ridge Runner on another. Or if you want perfect ambush and the Ridge Runner, you can stack plus one AP twice. So you have, uh, so you'll be getting, you'll be all of a sudden your demo charges that only have plus two AP are now have plus four, ignoring cover, anything with a three up, unless they have access to armor of contempt, does not have a save, which is huge, huge. Um, so yeah, using that Ridge Runner, concentrate on primary scoring and primary denial. So not only, again, with GSE having a limited amount of units because of our high cost, how only having a limited amount of units, your units need to be doing multiple jobs. You can't just be like, I'm gonna drop this and kill something and that's all it's gonna do. You will not win games. You will not win games. We are not a turn to drop, kill everything win the game faction anymore just due to the fact we can't use perfect we can't use our three inch deep strike um stratum twice we can't use um we can't use our lone op stratagem twice and due to the fact that uh all of our units are much more expensive and they don't automatically come back with Colt Ambush. You have to roll that dice now. And I can't tell you how many times I've lost Acolytes or Neophytes on turn one or turn two, and I've rolled ones and twos on that Colt Ambush roll. So that Colt Ambush roll for us now is a nicety. It is something that like, you know, if you're playing a 50-50 game, you know, it's that thing that can maybe tip you over the edge, but it's not something you can depend on. So you have to think of how can my unit do multiple things, and this is why, like at this point, you have the amount of you have three, you have sixty neophytes. You know, think about, all right, I'm gonna drop this neophyte unit. Okay, it's gonna shoot this unit, and then because I have the OC on here. Because uh, you know it's battle line, each Nephite model is OC2. Come the command phase of my of my opponent, they're not going to be getting primary on this objective. So that's kind of what you have to be thinking. Same thing with acolytes. You know, acolytes usually consume your three-inch deep strike the most. I mean, I use a play on neophytes, but they're the ones who are going to be using it the most. So um, same thing. It's gonna, these guys are going to drop down. I'm going to string them out. You know, a couple dudes are going to be on the point, which, you know, maybe the, the only thing that's on there is like a Rhino, which is OC3. So I got two guys on the point. That's OC4. I denied him primary. I blew up, you know, their Terminator squad or whatever. I'm doing two things at once. That's kind of how you have to, uh, what you have, how you have to think for you to succeed with, with Gene Stealing Cold. In this meta, you know, try to get the full worth of your Neos. So multiple activations. So that's um, that's dropping, shooting something to death, using shadows to come back up. Same thing that we talked about at our at our 500 points. You want to be using, the, you want to be, you know, fine tuning that skill because that is a skill. 
reusing neophytes, reusing reusing all of our fragile GSC units is a absolutely a skill. One second. So at this point, at this fifteen hundred point, um, we're going to want to fine tune that skill. So that brings me back to the point of you know getting the most out of your units. Try and get those neophytes, you know, having a couple drops within a game, or in such a way that they'll drop and you know still be able to do damage or do what they need to do even without the sustain just relying on like the primus rules and f and finally now you really want to punish mistakes of your opponent so can you three inch deep strike a neophyte unit to move block you know uh units that they may want to use next turn to like score homers or um, they left you a little spot in their back line for you to string out some acolytes to to drop an acobob gsc is a is a punish army they succeed by punishing the mistakes of your opponent um you know and that's just due to the fact that they they topple very easily, GSC. You know, once they start getting shot at, uh, we have very few sources of feel no pains. Uh, you know, we have to religiously spam uh, stratagems like our uh, like our lone op stratagem, like go to ground to just be able to survive. Because if anyone you know really starts putting firepower into our units they're gonna just topple over and die so what we do is we allow our opponent to put themselves in a bind to make mistakes or we use units like aberrants to have to make them overcommit to force those mistakes and then we capitalize on them and we capitalize them by dropping acolytes we're also able to deny primary by dropping neophytes who are also able to move block so really start to focus on just punishing your opponent and their mistakes and uh, being able to kind of dismantle their plan alright so that's our 1500 point Fifteen hundred point list. Again, that's a biophagus with excrucible cunning. That's a triple primus, a reductus saboteur, a ten menu of acolytes with bombs, a five menu of acolytes with bombs, three twenty man units of neophyte hybrids, all with guns and or seismic guns and grenades, five menu of aberrants, and Achilles Ridge Runner with a mortar. So that puts us at fourteen ninety. Sorry, that's not fifteen hundred. You know, it is what it is. It'll be okay. And um, yeah, so this is what I would give to anyone who was trying to learn the army as a stepping stone, as a gradual. Here's a couple more tools to use. Here's a couple more strategies to play with as you learn the army. And you know, be hopefully you have. Uh, game store or meta or like even specific opponents that are like able to be understanding with like take backs and it'll be like hey man I, I totally forgot I shot you with a ridge runner because there's uh, GSC are you know similar to like admech in the sense of you have a lot of rules that you have to play around with that you have to consider and all of those rules all interact um so that's why you know we have these lists built the way that we did to give you tools but not to overwhelm you all right again i'm going to be posting these lists in the discord under show notes um 
these um, show notes is going to be a part of the sub, uh, of the subscription portion of the Discord. Again, it's five dollars USD. Uh, I'm going to be using that uh, that money initially to kind of um, buy some microphones and uh, kind of beef up the quality of the uh, of the Discord, uh, just so that way I can attempt to make this a a zero cost uh, a zero cost hobby in the you know amongst all my not so zero cost hobbies most importantly being 40k (laughs) Um, but if you don't want to subscribe that's fine man that's that's a-okay still please join the discord be a part of the community we have a general chat channel there that you can hop on again all of my uh, announcements are going to be made uh using the discord for future episodes uh hey tell your friends uh tell tell if you have someone who's interested in starting to learn goc you know while i am kind of also catering to people who are trying to be uh, more competitive I think everything I talked about is good for people who just want to play casual, but, you know, just don't want to get absolutely smashed. So, because playing GSC is super easy to just get obliterated. Um, But anyway, I wish you guys the best of luck in your games. If you have any, uh, if you have any critiques or anything, please let me know in the Discord. And uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you.